truth is, I am Iron Man. Lieutenant Dan! Inconceivable! I got a bad feeling about this. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Keelan Cienfuegos, uh, and this is definitely the first time we've tried recording this episode today. No hiccups whatsoever. Um, today, I'm joined by Jordan. Jordan, how the heck are you? I'm good. Uh, I went to the grocery store today, and uh, uh-huh. I was walking around Fred Meyer for like 10, 15 minutes looking for mayonnaise just to discover I already had mayonnaise in my cart. I'd already found it. Uh, so that was fun. Dang. Uh, the highlight of my day. This is the first I'm hearing about it, and definitely not the third time definitely because we've had to redo this in a half an hour. <laughs> oh man, you guys are missing out on some prime mayonnaise talk that we had. That I don't really feel like rehashing, just because I feel like it's less authentic. It is, you know, less authentic. Yeah, and as much as I would like to tell you guys about the sriracha mayo that I love so dearly, um, we just we'll just skip that part. It's not and happening. That, yeah, and I won't tell you guys that uh, we've had the same can of, or uh, not spray bottle, uh, squeeze bottle of sriracha mayonnaise in my parents' fridge for a long time. We just won't touch on that at all. A spray bottle of sriracha mayo sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, it'd be super gross. It would either not come out properly or it'd be so watered down that it just would. Ugh. I'm just picturing spray on sunscreen, but Ew. sriracha mayo, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> Um, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about all things, uh, things, and so, uh, big PlayStation showcase happened, not a PlayStation state of play, a PlayStation showcase, which is super exciting, that happened last week, um, but what also happened this week, a game released that I wasn't planning on buying, and then Jordan was talking a lot about it, like he was really excited for it. And then the reviews came out, and they're all glowing, ten out of tens, five out of fives, all those, all that jazz. And it was came out at nine p.m. on Tuesday, yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Um, and I no, no Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah, today's Wednesday. Yes, but for you guys, today is Friday or Saturday or Sunday or Monday or Tuesday or it was correct, and it is Wednesday. Or it's Thursday, but it's not this Wednesday. It's not. Th- it's not this Wednesday. It's next Wednesday. But Time. for you guys, it, but for you guys, it could be this Wednesday. But for us, it's next Wednesday, or two Wednesdays from now. It, it's an infinite amount of possibilities of what day it could be that you're listening. To. Well, not infinite because it can't be today. I mean, for you guys, it could be today, but you guys cannot physically be listening to this today. Unless you're outside my window. Yeah, I don't think so. Man, I think we're good. I think I just found the plot for the new Christopher Nolan film. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, the game came out at nine. I'm not saying the name because I'll have Jordan talk about it since he, since he was more excited about it and knew more about it. Um, but game came out at nine. I checked the PlayStation Store, not paying attention at the time. Didn't know what time it was, um, and it was eight fifty seven. And I click on this game, and it's like, oh get the discount the pre-order discount five dollars off and at this point i was like eh, you know i'm i'm like 70 percent sure i'm gonna get this game eventually then i open the menu or the the playstation store and that pops out at me five dollars off for this 60 dollar game and i bought it instantly i was like heck yeah guys you got me and so i bought it and i've been playing it but uh anyway jordan what is this game and what do you think of it this game is called death loop 
and I think it is a ton of fun. Um, if you don't know what Deathloop is, it's a new Bethesda game. As we said, it came out just a couple of days ago, um, where you play as a guy named Colt who is stuck on an island that is trapped in a time loop, and you have to figure out how to break the loop. Meanwhile, everyone on the island is trying to kill you, including an assassin who is actively trying to hunt you down. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, one of my favorite parts about the game is that even if you discover something and then you die, you still kind of get to know it, which is mm -hmm. neat. And there's text that flies up like, don't go this way, you're going to die, Like kind of like you see in uh, Bloodborne or Elder Scrolls, not Elder Scrolls, uh, Dark Souls, <laughs> mm -hmm. where it's uh, the notes from people. So there's that cool aspect of that. And the gameplay is very clean. The guns all feel really good. Um, it's a lot of fun. You get to pick your play style, which I also really like. You can just start running and gunning it, which has not worked out for me at all. <laughs> I've died so many times because of that. Or you can actually like sneak around and try and throw bottles to distract enemies and silently assassinate them. It's really cool. I'm really yeah. enjoying it. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of fun. It's it's uh yeah, it's a Bethesda game. Um I think the first Bethesda game to come out since the it was the acquisition of them by Microsoft Microsoft. Um and it's a PlayStation 5 exclusive for about a year, I think, and PC. Uh then it'll come to other consoles, which I just I mean that's dumb. Yeah. It's so stupid. Just release it all at the same time. Yeah, exclusives are one thing I still think exclusives are pretty dumb. Um but timed exclusives are the worst. Um, but yeah, it's developed. The developers are Arcane Studios. So if you have played um, Dishonored or Dishonored Two, this game is—it's very clearly that type of game, um, but with a lot more uh, creativity and agency that they give the character, which is cool. Um, and yeah, the it's—it's it's got like the '70s vibe to mm -hmm. it, and the music is all groovy. And the music the, is super good. Yeah, and the character Colt is just like, he talks to himself all the time, which is so great because there's so many times where you play first-person shooters and your character's just like silent. Yeah. And um, so it's cool to hear him talk a lot. Um, yeah, and it gives him a lot of personality too. Like, I haven't played the game a ton and I feel like I already have this deeper connection to Colt than I do in most other games that I would have played for only like two or three hours maybe, which is mm -hmm. really cool. I really enjoy that. Yeah. And and the assassin that's hunt, hunting you down, Juliana, she clearly has some sort of relationship with you. Um, and, I mean, yeah, you, you're in a time loop, and this game doesn't start as you enter the time loop. It starts somewhere in the middle of the time loop where, like, you've been doing it a whole bunch. But I think it starts with your character starting to remember bits and pieces from his past of the time loop. And so that's where, like, the the words come up where it's like, don't go this way, you'll die. And he's like, how do I know that? And and But it's like his subconscious it's telling like, him. It's like, you know the code of the door. And he's like, I don't know the code to the door, but like a past self in that exact same time has figured out the code and left the code for him so that he can get It's like, so mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's awesome. Tyler, if you listen to this, because um, I know you really like Dishonored, and I don't know if you played Dishonored too, um, but this game is a lot of fun. Um, yeah, but like we said, it came, it just came out, so we don't really have a whole lot to talk about with it. But Jordan, do you have anything else you want to say on the matter? Just that I'm really excited to continue to play it. Um, 
one mode that they do have in it, which I don't have unlocked yet, is where you get to play as the assassin and invade other players' games and like try and hunt them down and kill them, which is also kind of like in Dark Souls and Bloodborne, how you can go into other people's games and fight them. And I think that's really sweet and it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, also might be frustrating if someone comes in and invades your game. They're just like way <laughs> better than I am. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to being able to give that a try. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Jordan, are you playing that on PC or PS5? I'm playing it on PS5. Okay, and I'm cool. really glad I made that decision because it uses the haptic tr- adaptive triggers. Mm-hmm. Haptic triggers is what my brain <laughs> wanted to say. Um, it uses the ad- adaptive triggers and they feel so good i just love every game that utilizes that feature right now it's fantastic yeah it's awesome um yeah guys that's death loop if that intrigues you at all and the the countless perfect ratings that it's gotten across the board uh maybe look into it give it a shot it's really cool this might be the last bethesda game you'll be able to play on a playstation so get on it um yeah so that was a little uh, pre-show. Now we're going to get into the meat of the episode. The PlayStation 5, well, no, the PlayStation Showcase that happened last Thursday, or for you guys, could be two Thursdays ago. Could be. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go into that all again. Um, anyway, so this PlayStation has been very silent for a while, uh, not going into uh, E3. They didn't have anything there. Um, they have drifted away i don't think they've been to an e3 in three years um and that's i think that's including the year that e3 didn't happen um but anyway uh yeah so this was their big big showcase especially because so many other people were doing things across the summer and playstation just did nothing um so they're finally talking about what they're doing next which is very exciting and boy oh boy did it start off with a bang oh yeah um the music is playing right it's the blue and the white that's synonymous with the ps5 stuff and i think some guy stood up and said some words about playstation's great it's it's fun and we like it um which is cool sure um anyway we were all like where's the games you know and show so me the games yeah and then the first game they show is star wars knights of the old republic remake just a short cinematic trailer maybe five no 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 no. maybe like 20 seconds long um and it was dark and you see this hooded figure and this is before we knew it was knights of the old republic we just see this hooded figure we we know it's star wars because it's playing star wars music and there's a lady reciting the sith code um and then the lightsaber shines and it's red and then he pulls it up to his head and it's darth revan from knights of the old republic big news jordan what did you think of that I got so hyped for this game. Um, Star Wars, for some reason, the cinematic just made me think of the cinematic for um, crap. What's the Star Wars MMO that I like play? The, the old Wars, Republic. Old Republic. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I think that's the name, but it sounds too close to this one. Um, it reminded me a lot of that cinematic, which is very good. Um, it was very short, but it made me super excited because I think Darth Revan is a super interesting character that i know almost nothing about and i get to learn a lot about him in this game hopefully so i'm really excited it's gonna be a lot of fun and if you've never played knights of the old republic wait for this game don't 
don't don't read up on his character at all because the lots of really 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 cool twists and turns happen in this which i got ruined when i was peer reviewing a student essay in college as i was going through the game for the first time oh, and no. i was so upset um but yeah little is known about it it's made by asper studios who they've done a lot of the uh remasters of knights of the old republic for like ios and android and stuff um so they have been spending a lot of time with the game um we'll see if this game is like a turn-based old style rpg like it originally was if they're gonna update the the gameplay as well see, but i knew very very little about this game i didn't even know that the original was turn-based and this is making me even way more excited because i actually really like turn-based video games they feel oddly satisfying and they're a lot of fun Mm -hmm. i want a star wars one (laughs) yeah it's not quite turn-based in the way like divinity original sin is it's it's more it's like runescape turn-based kind of oh okay you you you. can you can pause it and choose different attacks and stuff and really make Mm -hmm. it turn-based but your character will auto attack if you don't give him any commands so i got you i like that um very excited for that some returning uh cast members are joining are are coming back um to voice their characters again which is really cool that's Um, awesome yeah so that one is a ways off, I assume. I uh, wouldn't expect it for until 2023 at the earliest. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, next game they showed was a game called Project Eve. Uh, I, I don't know much about it. It looked really stylish. It was like an anime fighting uh kind of like the it looked like a platinum game if you don't know what platinum games are they make uh really stylized action rpg type games um it's not made by platinum it's made by shift up i believe yeah um i think it's like a spiritual successor to a game called parasite eve because the main character in this game is named eve and the word parasite was thrown around once or twice and you fight monsters who look like parasites and stuff. But it was really cool, really action, really fast-paced. Jordan, did this did this do anything for you? Um, a little bit. There's a game I've been playing, meaning to play called Neo uh, in Neo 2. And mm-hmm. this looked a lot like that, which I thought was interesting. Uh, they're both... Neo is a really cool-looking game. It's kind of Dark Souls-esque, which this also reminded me a lot of. Um, not exactly sure if I'll ever get around to playing this one but it mm-hmm. looked cool and i'm excited to listen to people talk about it and say whether they like it or not yeah there was one moment that really stuck out to me where she was like sliding down this giant tube and like going all like 360s around it reminded me of if you guys have ever played jack 3 there's a, cur- a certain amount of missions where like you're traveling between uh the wasteland and haven city and the only way to do it in jack 3 is to use the underground tunnels um and they're just like these giant electrical tunnels that you can go all the way you're you're on the inside and you can go up the wall all the way around um i don't know why i mentioned that but it just reminded me of it so yeah (laughs) um moving on next game tiny tina's wonderlands made by gearbox software and if that makes you think it's a kid's game it's not it's a borderlands game I don't know much about Borderlands. We talked about it a little bit yesterday, Jordan and Mm -hmm. and Ross and I. Ross is our roommate. Um, Jordan, break it down for us. So Tiny Tina's Wonderland is 
kind of a spinoff of Borderlands. Uh, in Borderlands 2, there's a DLC, a very famous DLC uh, in the Borderlands community uh, where it introduces Tiny Tina and it takes you through all of these missions where you're basically basically playing Dungeons and Dragons with guns and the scene uh, changes to her narration, which is a lot of fun and crazy because Tiny Tina is crazy. She <laughs> is a maniac, um, but her character is so much fun. Uh, looking at this game, when I saw this, I got really excited because it's Dungeons and Dragons based ish with uh, guns, which is sweet. And her character is just hilarious. Borderlands 3 plays really really good on the ps5 they do a lot of cool things with uh, the haptics and the adaptive triggers that i really enjoy so i got really excited to play this game and i haven't delved too deep into like borderlands one two or three i've basically only completed the tiny tina's dlc because i heard it was the best and it didn't disappoint it was really good so i'm looking forward to this right on this yeah, I'm I'm gonna keep my eye on eye on it definitely. I Borderlands is such a weird thing where it's like, man, this game looks like it's right up my alley. It's you know an action shooter RPG, post apocalyptic with like really stylized cel shaded graphics with crazy characters and vehicles and lots of loot. And every time I go back to play it, I just I can't do it. I don't know why. Um, but who knows? Maybe this will be the one. Yeah um okay next we got some gameplay for forspoken which i believe was originally titled not titled or like officially but that was like their code name uh project athia which was shown when the ps5 was first announced i believe um seems like a really cool really pretty like uh third person rpg maybe or or just third person adventure game um and I'd always thought that it was like just purely fantasy. Um, but this game starts off where she's in like New York city and then a, a portal comes up and pulls her through. And now she's in this, this fantasy world with dragons and monsters and stuff. And I think that'll be a really cool twist on it because again, at least as far as the trailer goes, she was talking to herself all the time. And so she's using contemporary language and she knows how weird everything that's happening in is because she lived in a modern real world, maybe even like the actual our world. Um, and so, yeah, I think that'll be really cool. Crazy action, really awesome particle effects. So many different things happening on screen at once. I th I'm definitely very interested in this one. Square Enix is, is the developer or the uh, pr producer luminous productions are, are making it. I don't know what they do. Yeah, Forspoken looked really, really good. I don't know if it's one of those games that I'm going to actually end up playing or if it's just going to be one that I end up watching people play, but it looked so pretty and the concept is really cool. I did also really like how it started from her being in New York and then transitioning to this fantasy world because it kind of helps connect the audience with the world because when you're in a fantasy world, it can be kind of hard to believe everything because you're like, dragons aren't real, but in mm -hmm. this... Yeah, so that looks really cool. Um, yeah, it did look like a lot of fun, but it might be too challenging for me. Yeah, I it did look like there's a lot going on, so I don't know if it'll yeah. be something I 
do or not. I'm looking for my pen, but I can't. Anyway, let's hope I remember what I am trying to think of now by the end of the show. Uh, next up, Rainbow Six Extraction, which was previously called Rainbow Six Quarantine. But then they had to change it because there's a worldwide pandemic that crippled everything. That hits a little too close to home. Yeah, we're yep. not playing that. So now it's called Extraction. Uh, I am not probably probably not going to get this game. I enjoy Rainbow Six. I've never played Siege, but I've played a lot of co-op of uh, like Vegas 2, I believe was a specific one I played a lot. Um, that's a lot of fun. This does not seem like it at all. Yeah, it's like a Left 4 Dead style. You, you're a team of four people are killing zombies, which is cool. I mean, there's obviously a market for it because um, there are many games like that coming out in the next couple of years. But um, yeah, that's where I stand. It's meh, meh. Jordan, what about you? Um, I did think like the the zombie aspect of the game was really cool because I've only ever seen Rainbow Six as siege um so i've always looked at it as this very intense uh multiplayer game and i'm not sure how that game mode will work or how it's currently played will work in uh humans versus zombies type game mode so i'm wondering mm -hmm. if this is going to be more single player based like i'm just it took everything that i felt like i knew about rainbow six which was very little to being like i don't know anything about this game series at all anymore like mm -hmm. so i'm kind of excited for it i'm more excited to like with other things hear about it and see how people uh enjoy it compared to playing it myself maybe after it comes out i might play it but it'd probably have to go on sale or something so yeah i mean i've been meaning to to buy Rainbow Six Siege because I've heard so many good things about it and it's always on sale but um, that's one of those very competitive games where I assume you would need a very very good internet connection which ours isn't bad if I wired in I think I would be fine but right. um, yeah we'll see uh, next on the list Alan Wake Remastered uh, from Remedy they made uh, most recently Control which I've heard great things about which is oh, given yeah. to almost everybody free on PlayStation yeah, uh, which was cool. Haven't played it yet, but it looked awesome. They made a, a Quantum Break, I think, which was an Xbox exclusive, which looked really cool. Except it was a TV show tie-in where, like, they it was like one season, and so you would like play for an hour and then have to watch like a forty-five minute TV episode or something, something along those lines. It sounds like a cool concept, but mm -hmm. sounds horrible in actuality. <laughs> like when you yeah. think about it. It it might be the TV show was like a prequel series and you could watch that separately. That must have been it, okay. unless it was just really poorly executed. But it looked awesome and it got really great reviews. So so Remedy has a great track record. Alan Wake is another one that people were crazy about uh, back when it came out. Um, I never played it. I'm not going to play this one. It doesn't interest me. Your guy with the flashlight who shoots ghosts. Jordan, what do you think? <laughs> So it looked, I didn't know it was a remaster until the end of the video um, because I'd never heard of Alan Wake before, uh, but, <laughs> but uh, so I was a little confused about that, not confused, um, 
I was a little surprised by that fact that it was a game that I'd never heard of and it was getting a remaster. But I also didn't know it was made by the same people who made Control, which I did start playing, but I didn't get very far because that game scared the pants and socks off of me. It was <laughs> so just like weird and spooky and I was playing late at night in the dark and I was like, not doing this. So it might be something I get into. Um, It almost looked like a... I don't want to say until dawn because it's not really like the choice thing like is the big part of that game but same kind of environment and vibe uh vibe to that game and mm-hmm. that's the only horror game I've been able to sit through and play so <laughs> maybe I'll try it. Yeah. Um All right, next was oh yeah, Grand Theft Auto 5. <laughs> wow. I didn't, even, I didn't even write that down on my list. It didn't deserve it. Yeah. Um, look, I love GTA five. I think it's one of the greatest games ever made. It's the highest, it's the entertainment product. It's the number one entertainment product of all time. It's made more money than any other type of entertainment product, including Titanic and Avengers Endgame and all that jazz. This has made more money than that. Um, so yeah, that is absolutely insane. Um, and so, yep, this is almost, it comes out March 20, no, March, yeah, 2022. So almost 10 years after its original release in 2013. Um, and it looks like GTA 5. It looks a little better than GTA 5. There's a, there's a little bit of a resolution update and higher mm-hmm. frames, but it's GTA 5. Yeah. Um, not much else to say about it. It's... Nope. Or at least GTA Online for PS5 is going to be free for everybody. Uh, GTA 5 uh, campaign or single player won't be. I wonder if you can upgrade if you have it on PS4. I hope so. I hope so because I have it twice on PS4. So. Me too, yeah. <laughs> um, um, it's crazy. Oh, never mind. Oh, I was just going to say it's crazy how like five years ago, well, maybe more like 10 years ago, I would have hated owning things digitally. And now it like... I'm buying things a second time digitally just so I don't have to put the disc in. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've become lazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I am a little excited for this just because I want to see how GTA uses the haptics of the PS5 controller. Um, that's really the only thing I'm looking forward to. If they don't do very much with it, I'll honestly be kind of upset because I'm like, then why did you... What was the point? But uh, yeah, I mean, I think that that part will be cool. It'll make driving cars really fast down the street a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next up, oh right, I lied earlier when I said that. Uh, which game was it? Um, oh, Death Loop. I was looking at the list, and obviously it wasn't there because it's not part of the showcase. When I said Death Loop. Could have been the last Bethesda game you play on your PS5. That was a lie. Unintentional, but a lie nonetheless. Ghostwire Tokyo is coming out in 2022. That was shown. This one I missed because, um, don't tell anyone, but I was kind of watching this at work while I was on the clock. Um, I was doing work at the same time, which is why I missed this. So that's my uh, excuse. But um, Jordan, what do you think of this one? This game looked whack. I had no clue what was going on. Like, I don't know. It 
is it going to be good? Probably. Um, it'll probably be like a, a good, fine game, but it wasn't something that overly interested me. Like the monsters looked weird. The way you fought them with like magic and like the way the camera was, it was first person, but you were like moving your hands in really weird ways to cast spells. I was just kind of like, well, this is odd. Like I wasn't really about it, but, um, I mean, it's made by Bethesda, so it'll probably still be fine, but mm -hmm. I don't think I'll play it. Yeah, I I need to go back and watch the trailer. Uh, but the bits and pieces that I did see, I thought looked interesting. Uh, I love Tokyo as a setting, uh, and yeah, we'll see what happens when it comes out. Um, next on the list is Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, which comes out very soon in October twenty sixth, so a little right. over a month. Um, and it just recently gone gold, so we know it's going to come out because they have no more production to do on it. Um, and I'm very excited for this game. Um, I, it's made by Eidos Montreal. Um, and they made, uh, the Deus Ex games, which are, uh, not my cup of tea, but for the people who like them, it's really great. It's a, it's another like cyberpunk, uh, stealth game. Um, but yeah, this game looks great. The, the combat and it's a single player, story where you play just as uh star lord and you can uh kind of control other characters in ways similar to maybe god of war where you press up and groot will fart on someone or something um <laughs> that's not what groot does but um that's his main anyway. superpower uh, yeah but they have like these crazy moments where like they have they all have like their super abilities or whatever and star lord will put his headphones on and then start playing like classic rock as they're all shooting people and like super powered up. I think this looks fantastic. Jordan, what do you think? So, yeah, I thought when they first showed this game off, oh goodness, how long ago was it? it wasn't that long ago that it, I think it was at E3. Was it at E3? It was mm -hmm. at E3. Yeah. When I first saw this at E3, I was pretty surprised by it. Like I didn't think this was a thing that was coming out. Um, and I thought it looked cool. Uh, this time I got, way more excited for it because they showed more gameplay this time than cinematic stuff which the gameplay looked really smooth and really clean um i do really enjoy the fact that you are only playing as peter quill so it'll be like a singular linear story to follow and mm -hmm. you don't have to like to constantly shift your perspective when you're playing as a character um and there's like choices that you get to make in this game right like whether decisions you make that affect how the game plays out a little yeah. bit which i'm really excited for like i said earlier i really like until dawn which is what all that game is about and mm -hmm. i think that's a lot of fun yeah um and before you get your hizzies in a fit yes it's produced by square enix who pr who also produced uh marvel's avengers but it's developed by a completely different team so before you just say oh my gosh it's another square enix marvel game it's made by different people so <laughs> i've heard that thrown around a whole lot it'll be better <laughs> yeah um, it looks or it could too. be worse i mean but it won't be the same as avengers um anyway next is oh, there's one thing actually that i want to say about it yeah the i think the hardest part about playing that game is going to be getting used to the different voice acting for the characters from mm -hmm. the movies because when i would hear them all talk i was like that's not right but then i was like of course it is because they're different characters portrayed by different people um yeah but and their character design is different which 
some of it's good some of it's not so good not, yeah not my cup of tea but uh <laughs> yeah still excited yeah. to give it a spin it will be yeah it's one i'm very excited for but i'm not going to pre-order it i'll wait until the reviews come out um up next is vampire the masquerade blood hunt um which i think i watched some of this it, i think it was an online like a yeah it looked con- like a a big i couldn't tell exactly what it was it looked like it was either one team versus another team and you kind of got to pick your faction or it was mm-hmm. a big like i don't know five team versus five team thing where each team has different classes with different abilities and all sorts of stuff and it's all like yeah kind of vampire that era based um kind of some steampunk stuff and mm-hmm. i thought it looked it actually looked like a lot of fun to me yeah. i was like i kind of want to play this like i really like hero shooters um i'm a big fan of overwatch i've been playing apex legends a lot again recently um trying to get good at that game but uh i feel like this is something i could actually get into uh it looks pretty sweet yeah, it it looked almost reminiscent to this might be a, a deep 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 pull, long far what do you deep, deep cut? cut? Yeah. Deep cut. Um it looked like uh the multiplayer mode in the Splinter Cell games called Spies versus Mercs where one team is like Splinter Cell agents and the other team are mercenaries and they the mercenaries are first person and the the splinter cell agents are third person and they have vastly different skill sets and abilities. Um, but they like kind of rock, paper, scissors each other, um, which is cool. Uh, it could be really fun. Um, yeah. Okay. Also, I lied again, briefly, also unintentionally when I said that death loop wasn't on the list. It actually is on the list. It was shown after vampire, the masquerade blood hunt. Yeah. It was a, trailer that i tuned out because they've released so many trailers for this game and at the time i wasn't i wasn't super i wasn't like looking at it at all um so yeah we've talked about death loop uh there we go um the next one is a super interesting one it's kid amnesia expedition that's like how it's spelt a space manesia um developed by who radiohead not a game development studio. No, 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 no. Radiohead, the band. Um, Wait, actually? Yeah. Is that and why Epic. this looked so weird? Yeah. I mean, like, it's... It didn't look bad, but, like, the, the style of it was just very strange and different, where I was like, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about this game. Yeah. It's kind of cool, but I don't know. It It was just very strange to just sit and watch. I was like, what is happening right now? I don't even really remember what was shown. I don't either. There was like <laughs> there was kids sitting next to each other at one point. Um, I think there were kids. I couldn't tell because of the way that they were drawn. Um, I'm assuming they were children. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But this is a game that I'm excited to learn more about because what yeah. we got was just kind of like, what? Like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. all right this is the thing i guess but uh yeah yeah i don't know man <laughs> it's i think the reason why it's spelt weird too is kid a is one of their albums and they i think the album they released right after that was am amnesiac or amnesia something like that 
And so, um, I don't really listen to Radiohead, not, not my jam, but, um, I don't know if you like them, you can listen to those albums and maybe you'll have an understanding for what this game will be about. Kind of wish knows? you didn't say that. Cause now I might have to just go and listen. I can't think of a single like Radiohead song title, but now Me I feel either. like I have to go and listen to their music. Yeah. Maybe um, I can. Oh, do they creep. sing? Yeah. Creep. I like yeah, that song. Yeah. 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 I'm a creep. It's a weird song, but it is. <laughs> I like it. Uh, um all right, moving forward. The next game, Tachia. I do not remember this at all. Do you? Nope. Moving on. Literally nothing about it. Uh next one was Uncharted Legacy of Thieves, which is a remaster of Uncharted 4 and Uncharted Legacy, Un- Uncharted Lost Legacy, both fantastic games. Lost oh, Legacy okay. is very underrated. Um, and so it's coming to PS5, and those two games are also coming to PC, which is super exciting. Um, for those who have beefy PCs, these games will look even crazier than they would on a PS5. Um, so, And if, if you have a PC and you haven't played these games, now's the time. Well, not now. Early 2022 is the time. Um so it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm actually really excited about that because I keep telling myself I'm going to get through the Uncharted series and it might take up until those come out for me to actually get to Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy. <laughs> so that might be perfect timing um, or just give me something to motivate me to make me play through them faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty sweet. I actually didn't know what it was I when I saw the trailer. I was like, is this a remaster is this something else like what's going on but uh that's cool that it's a remaster i'm really excited for that yeah i'm wondering uh for those of us who own both on ps4 if we'll have to play pay for it again i assume we will have to pay for it again because it's its own package right um but we will see hopefully it's not like super expensive because i don't five dollars i don't expect it to look at least on PS5, I don't expect it to look that much better. It'll obviously be a lot smoother and have higher frame rates, which will make it look better. But, um, I mean, it's Naughty Dog. Those games are already so good looking. There's not much more you can do to them. Yeah. Um, in the realm of a remaster, I guess. Um, but, yeah. So that was it for the like the beginning of the showcase. After that, uh, I think it was Herman Holtz. Is that his name? The guy who sure. was... He was the uh, the creative director on Horizon Zero Dawn, and then he is now the head of PlayStation Studios because people like that game so much. Um, and so, yeah, he comes up and he says, thank you guys for, or hope you are excited for those games. A lot to be excited for. All right, now it's time for the big leagues. Now it's time to show you what PlayStation Studios has been up to. Um, and so it kind of felt like, oh, we're like just getting started. Um, in reality, the rest of it, there's probably only about 15 minutes left of show left, but it was crazy. It, they show the PlayStation studios logo and then it goes to black and then it shows insomniac with the red, the red O and you're like, Oh yeah, Spider-Man two, baby. They're going to show it. Let's go. And then it shows Marvel and you're like, yep, yep. This is going to be great. Fades into a bar just torn torn to pieces and you're like oh man this is interesting for new york then you see 
a man in a cowboy hat and a flannel sitting at a bar, and you're like, that is that Wolverine? Are they bringing Wolverine into Spider-Man 2? That's crazy. Guy gets up, pulls a switchblade out. The camera cuts back to the guy at the bar, zooms in on his fist. Blades come out. And everyone at that time, at least me, I was like, oh, yeah, they're bringing Wolverine to Spider-Man 2. This is going to be sick. And then it fades in Insomniac's, or no, Marvel's Wolverine, or Insomniac's Wolverine. Anyway, they're making an entire Wolverine game. So stoked. Yeah, that was I. That wasn't even something that I would have thought was in the realm of possibility, because, as you know, in the lifetime of the PS5, which is is less than a year, they've released Spider-Man Remastered, which is a remaster, but still, they've released Miles Morales, which is an entirely new game, and they've released uh, um, uh, blah, 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 Ratchet and Clank. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. Apart. Yeah, so that's really three or at least two and a half triple a games that's insane insomniac's going hard right now like yeah they're insane and what's crazy to me is i remember when ratchet and clank rift apart was coming out people who worked at insomniac games were like this was one of the most fantastic games like building experiences we've ever made because they managed their time in a way where they didn't have to work 80 plus hour work weeks. They were working 40 hour work weeks like normal humans, um, mm-hmm. which is really cool and like very makes me very happy because being overworked sucks and no one should have to go through that, uh, especially just to let us enjoy cool video games. Um, so the yeah. fact that they're putting out all this cool stuff is just mind blowing to me. And like one of the things about how Wolverine is compared to other like superhero games that they could have made is Wolverine's invincible. Like I'm just, I have no clue how this game's going to play out. Like I imagine it's going to be good because Spider-Man's fantastic. Um, Mm -hmm. They're honestly probably Spider-Man and Miles Morales are probably some of my favorite games that I've played. Um, And yeah, I'm just like, I really enjoy the fact that I can look at this and be really excited about it and have no clue how it's going to play out, but just know that I'm going to enjoy it anyway. And Mm -hmm. that's a very nice experience. I'm so excited for it. Yeah. Um, And they, they've gone on record to say that it's going to be dark and it's going to have a mature tone. A lot of people are hoping for a rated M Wolverine. I think from everything I've heard, it's pretty likely that it will be rated M just because that's like been the standard. Like it's been clear that that's what fans want. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, like for a long time, that's what people have wanted. Well, especially um, after the well reception of Logan, the rated R Wolverine movie, like mm-hmm. people love that. I love that movie. Um, it's yeah. one of my favorite Wolverine movies. Uh, Cause it does awesome. get into that dark part that it always felt like was being hidden from the character. Cause he is this, kind of grizzled violent military man who it was like just kind of hid him away from everything so it'd be cool Mm -hmm. to actually let them explore the depth of the character yeah i agree very excited for that no release date um i'm sure it's a long ways off and that is totally fine yeah i will Um, wait quite a while for this game take as much time as you need uh that'll be a ps5 exclusive also 
Um, so they're kind of like building their own Marvel universe, like Insomniac's Marvel universe, which is cool. MGU? Marvel game universe? Something like that. Yeah. Um, next up was a game that I didn't think I would be as excited for as I was, but they showed uh, more Gran Turismo 7. Can I guess why you're excited for this game? Yes. It showed photo mode. Yep. Yep. I knew that was, as, that was one of the big reasons. As soon as I saw that, I was like, Keelan is going to spend hours taking pictures of cars. Yeah. Even in, in uh, Gran Turismo 5, which I hardly played at all. That was the PlayStation 3 one. Um, I spent a lot of time in the photo mode for that, and I can only imagine how cool this will be. Um, and it was just that classic Gran Turismo, like the really clean, sleek look of the menus, the jazzy music, and the just absolutely like stunning car designs and and uh recreations and stuff it it's wild even looking back at like gran turismo 4 that that was a ps2 game and the graphics on that thing are insane mm-hmm. like there are some ps4 games that don't look good as as gran turismo 4 does on the ps2 it's unbelievable i'm so excited for this um and the other thing that makes me really excited is one of my biggest issues with gran turismo is um at least the ones i've played so three and four predominantly it's all about racing getting money and buying cars which is what i love i love that that's why i don't like games like project cars and mm-hmm. stuff because there's no like sense of ownership right um so that's big in this game but customization i mean yes you could tune your cars a lot um which changed the handling and the steering and, and you know tire traction and all that stuff which is really cool for car nuts i wouldn't say i'm a car nut at all but you could never customize the look of your cars you couldn't repaint you might be able to buy a different uh color of the same car oh that was about it maybe there, there might be four or five different colors for a car um but this one had a whole decal system i don't know if it'll it'll transition to like body mods and stuff you know uh like different spoilers and and side skirts and stuff but um i mean the the decal stuff seemed insane and super customizable and so i'm really excited for that um just to add that additional level of ownership um in your cars because that's why i like like need for speed games because you buy a car you race for money you spend that money on buying a car you use that car to win more races and then you use the money you win from those races to make your car even cooler um and so it's looking like that's what this is going to be but just in a, a simulation and legal way which seems fun yeah, I'm really excited for this. I was really excited when I f- it, I first saw the initial trailer or announcement for it because I haven't played Gran Turismo since 1 or 2 on the PlayStation Whoa. 1. Like it, It's been a long time. And like I've mentioned in the past, I have my steering wheel set up uh, on this wooden frame that I built out of 2x4s. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to sit down and play that game. It looks super great. Um one of the things I noticed in the trailer that I didn't know was going to be in it or like have any expectation of it to be in is there's going to be rally cross. So a small amount of off-road driving, um, which is my favorite thing to do in project cars Two. rally cross is so much fun. Um, cause it's so challenging and you're just mm-hmm. throwing mud everywhere and in first person you can't see, which makes me even more excited for VR. Um, when that inevitably comes out, Hopefully mm-hmm. this game has support for it because that would be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that ends 
and then another trailer starts slow fading to the streets of a city and this guy gets like thrown into a pole or, or like a light pole or something and then there's lightning and my initial thought was is this infamous like are they remastering infamous or something are they bringing infamous back rebooting it what's what's going on um and then it's Peter Parker and Miles Morales kicking the crap out of some bad guys. Insomniac is working on Spider-Man 2 at the same time as Marvel's Wolverine, which is yep. just unbelievable. It's crazy. It's these guys ridiculous. These guys must be insomniacs. They get no sleep. But <laughs> it's not true because we know they, that they don't have uh, crunch times at their studio, which is also super awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was pretty short cinematic trailer there's some dude talking who a lot of people think is craven the conquer craven the crayon craven the hunter that's him sure who's uh, apparently a pretty big spider-man villain who is like out to hunt spider-man because craven thinks he's the best hunter ever and the ultimate prey is spider-man um and apparently he's a very uh uh emotionally complex villain which is pretty cool mm. and he's like Will you guys finally be the ones to, or no, he says, not you guys. He says, will you finally be the one to like stand up against me or, or be worthy of me? Mm-hmm. And then you hear this. Yes, we will. And then the light flashes and venom's there. And that's really cool. Cause that like bunch of implications there is venom going to be working with Craven. Is Venom going to be working with Spider-Man and Miles? Because Venom is actually the ultimate prey for this guy? I don't know. Jordan, what did you think of this? I thought this was awesome. I got so hyped when I saw Venom come on screen. uh, Because for the same thing, we don't know what Venom's going to do. Is he going to be like the main, kind of one of the main enemies that you have to fight throughout the story? Is he going to be helping you? Is it going to be a little bit of both where he's kind of on your team but kind of not and like betrays you and you have to fight him and i don't know i'm so excited like i said a little bit ago i love the spider-man games and this one's no exception i already love it and i haven't even got to touch it yet so i'm so excited for this um i'm really excited to see what all they bring to this game because uh peter parker and miles morales are both in the trailer and i really 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 want there to be co-op i don't care if it's crazy if it's uh like side-by-side co-op or if it's online co-op but playing this game with a friend would be so much fun because when i played miles morales i was watching you stream miles morales and it felt like we were playing the game together but we weren't and it was (laughs) still a lot of fun and yeah i just it'd be really cool to experience this game with another person interacting in the story uh i'm really excited to see how much we get to learn about miles's character too because i really Mm -hmm. like his character and the story that they told with him in miles the miles morales game uh i'm really excited to learn more about him yeah i just i'm already in like love this game and it's not even out yet (laughs) yeah super super excited for that we did get a oh uh, uh, Gran Turismo 7 comes out March 4th, 2022. Um, and we got a release year for Spider-Man 2, which is 2023, which is uh, great. I think mm-hmm. that's, it'll probably be like 
holiday-ish time maybe, uh, which is like two years from now almost. Yeah. A little over two years, which is crazy how fast time is going. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. And so then we cap off the show with a very, like, not not very in-depth, but a pretty sizable gameplay trailer for yeah. God of War Ragnarok, officially called God of War Ragnarok. Um, and it looks like it's a couple years after the first one. Atreus is is older. Hopefully less annoying. Hopefully less annoying. I don't um, know if he gets less annoying at the end of the game, but in the beginning of the game of God of War, he bugs me so much. The the character so development much. for Atreus in the in the first God of War, well, in God of War 2018, is right. awesome. Okay, good. Because yeah. at the beginning of the game, I'm like, shut up, kid. <laughs> no, Which he... It's honestly really funny. I know I'm going to go kind of into a tangent about the first God of War, or God of War 2018, but also anytime he like jumps over a ledge and I'm not paying attention and like I hear him like do the gasp, I like freak out and think someone's attacking him, like which is some, a cool aspect of that game where this kid annoys the crap out of me. But also if anybody hurts him, I'm like going to throw the Leviathan <laughs> axe through them. So yeah. yeah, I'm excited for God of War. I still need to beat the first one or yeah, maybe just... Do watch someone play it because i have no clue what's happening in the story um i'm i'm thinking about having that be the first game i play when i get back into streaming um but we will see do it so i can follow along and okay. <laughs> understand what's happening um <laughs> yeah the uh this gameplay review reveal uh it looked super great it looked like more god of war don't expect like a god of war 3 to god of war 2018 type of jump in gameplay or anything or graphics um it's coming out for uh ps4 as well um which i think originally i was a little bummed but since with the chip shortage and how hard it is to still get a ps5 i think that's absolutely the way to go um especially with like i mean i'm sure they're going to put a lot into the haptic feedback and and the adaptive triggers um and the 3d audio and the frame rate i don't think you really need to like go any farther with a game like this in terms of like beefing it up for next gen. Uh, I think that'll be totally awesome. It's it's more God of War. Um, I just and, realized how satisfying it's going to be to throw and catch the Levith- Leviathan Axe in the PlayStation Five controller. Yeah, because it already feels good, like with no haptics or anything. Oh, that's going to be sick. Yeah. Um, one second while I look this up. Um, yeah. So, um, a lot of people were a little upset with this or, or worried by this. I think this is really good news. Um, the original game was, uh, the creative director was, uh, Corey Barlog, who I've been following, uh, on like social media platforms since, uh, playing God of War. Cause I thought it was so great. And if you have time to watch the raising Kratos, uh, documentary on YouTube that they did. Um, it's awesome. And it talks a lot about his uh, experience going through. Um, he's not working on this game. He might, I think he's like an executive producer. So he's like, you know, they'll go to him for questions about like certain things. But um, he, the director for this is Eric Williams, who has worked on every single God of War, uh, much like Corey Barlock has. Um, and so he's, uh, I think they do that with every God of War game. They switch directors. Um, I think Corey Barlog is the only one to have directed two God of War games. I think he directed God of War 2 and God of War 2018. Um, 
I could be wrong, but, um, yeah. So I think that's good. I think it'll keep things fresh. Um, and yeah, there's not a whole lot to say. It's, it's Ragnarok. Oh, oh, they also said this is going to cap off the Norse saga, which means this is either going to be the last God of War for a long time or this, the, some, they're going to go somewhere else or something's going to happen and it's going to pick up with a different character somewhere else or something. Going to um, Egypt. Yeah, could be. There's there's teases of that in yep. the first one, so one thing that was really cool about this is we got to see um a while back when they first teased Ragnarok, it was, you know, like there was Thor's lightning and they they showed what Thor looks like and I think he mm-hmm. looks freaking sweet. Nothing like the Marvel Thor, which I actually really appreciate. Um, yeah, I thought seeing that on screen was actually like really, really cool and made me be like, I really want to play this game, but I have no clue what's going on. So we'll see what happens with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they released a lot of really cool uh, character posters. Um, what is also really cool is it showed Freya coming back and fighting Kratos. And I was worried... Um, for the sake of Jordan, I'm not going to get into this. You can say it because odds are I won't be able to connect it to anything that I know about the game and might forget before I finish the game. Okay. So at the end of God of War, Frey is like, I will hunt you down and every, I'll do everything in my power to destroy you. That is my promise. And then, um, but she's been helping you out the entire game. Mm-hmm. And then something happens where you really make her mad, right? Um, do you kill a plant? No, but you do kill her son. Oh, geez, uh, that is way worse. I was trying to throw out a joke. That is so <laughs> dark. Yeah. Um, and then there's a throwaway line where you're walking around um, and Mimir is on your, your side, the head. Um, and he's like, oh, don't worry about her. She'll come around. Um, and I was like, oh, is God of War 2, like the next one, is she just going to be like, oh, okay, I forgive you guys? Or is there actually going to be like ramic- ramifications? Yeah. Yeah, and it looks like there definitely will be. So that's awesome. That's really I'm very cool. excited for that. Um, and then, yeah, it showed Tyr, who we all thought was dead, the Norse god of war. And he's way bigger than Kratos, which is super cool. Um, so that'll be fun. It showed uh, some other characters too. The, the dwarves are returning. Uh, a new character. Uh, what's her name? It's uh, Angraboda. She's a giant, apparently, and uh, I guess uh, in Norse mythology, she's, it said mates with Loki. I don't know if that means, like, like British mates, like, friends, or... I feel like, like it's they, not. Yeah, probably not. Anyway, <laughs> um, very excited for that. That's a 2022 release. Um, I think it's maybe early 2022. I don't know. I don't think it really specified that. Um, but yeah, Jordan, overall, what did you think of this showcase? I thought it was really good. There was actually a lot in it. Like when you look at the list of games that they showed, there's a lot of stuff here. There's not a lot to each game, but it shows that there's a lot of new stuff coming down the pipeline to get excited mm-hmm. about. And that makes me really happy because we are, as much as I've, I've enjoyed this kind of lull where not very many games have been coming out recently. It is really cool to, be able to get excited about games and learn about stuff uh that's coming out soon and i feel like we're swinging back towards a a time where there's going to be a lot of stuff coming out Mm -hmm. and 
a lot of it looks really good. So that's going to be an exciting and probably busy next couple of years of playing lots and lots of video games. Yeah, especially spring. Spring is going to be absolutely packed. So many games coming out in March. I'm not going outside. I'm just... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's crazy. time is booked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so before we close, um, I want to talk about just if we thought anything was missing or if we were expecting something to show up and it didn't. Um, Was there anything like that for you? Not off the top of my head. Okay. Um, yeah, not that I can think of. Okay. Well, I'll go first, and if you think of something, you can stop me. But um, the first one that I was surprised we didn't get anything on was Final Fantasy sixteen, because um, that I believe is a PS five exclusive, and so I was th- I was expecting us to get more of that because I think the last time we saw that was last summer, like not this not this past summer, but the summer before. Oh wow. Um, I could be wrong, but um really want to know more about that and then the other thing that i was expecting to be there that wasn't was the last of us part two multiplayer because i know naughty dog has been working on that for a while i thought the last of us multiplayer was fantastic um and a lot of fun and very underrated and um it sounds like well they were working on it to launch with last of us part two as far as i remember and they they scrapped it or put it on hold because it was a little too ambitious for what they were doing at the time and they wanted to just focus on the single player, um, which worked out because Last of Us 2 is a phenomenal game. Um, but uh, yeah, Last of Us, or maybe it'll be called Factions 2 or something because the, the multiplayer for Last of Us was just called Factions. Um, and it's a really cool concept. It's the first one, at least. Um, you like have your home base of survivors and the more you win matches and stuff you get more supplies and more people move to your settlement um except the only thing is that it's just a little graph so you don't actually have a physical settlement and i think it'd be really cool if for um factions two or whatever they end up calling it if it was like something where you physically built up your your uh uh camp or whatever and you interacted with people and the more you won and the more you went out and fought the more supplies, the more people, the more things you could customize and stuff. I think that'd be really cool. There's literally like no information on this, so I could be totally off. It could be a cart racer for all I know, but <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. And I hope we get to see some soon. It's looking like we probably won't for a while, but. I um, feel like I'm learning a lot today. I didn't even know that there was a Last of Us multiplayer. It's so like, awesome. That sounds really cool. I still have to play The Last of Us, but. Um, yeah man there's so many single player games i have to play and i know it's a lot and they're all good which is the hard part is they're (laughs) all good but i just like never feel motivated to go play them that's fair but i want to know what they're about because everybody says that they're amazing and i (laughs) i believe everybody not everybody but yeah yeah there's a there's a single player game that I'm in the same boat as you where I want to play it but I haven't and that's uh Final Fantasy VII remake and that's another one that I was surprised we didn't get any type of like tease for was Final Fantasy Remake Part 2 because I thought they're surely like gearing up for something with the the re-release and the little side DLC that they released this summer um but the last nothing and that's fine I haven't played the first one 
and uh, I think you know with Final Fantasy 16 and how well received uh, Final Fantasy 7 remake was. Take all the time you want. So Make that's where right. I'm at. Yeah, exactly. Um, anything else, Jordan? When's the next Call of Duty coming out? Just kidding. Blank just came out, I think, and not, this fall. Not great, yeah. Vanguard. Vanguard. I'm actually excited for that because uh, I love World War II games. Except and... for I saw a screenshot where someone had a red dot sight on his World War II gun because they put red dots in the game, and I was like, um, what? That's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The uh, the campaign looks interesting at the very least. The Call of Duty campaigns are usually at least pretty 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 good. good yeah. Um, and Laura Bailey stars as one of the lead characters. And she she's, does. Uh huh. I yeah. love her. She's fantastic. Yeah, she's awesome. So very excited for that. That's cool. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, in other news, Battlefield twenty forty two, which looks awesome, got delayed into November. That's fine. Sad, but I'm okay. <laughs> yeah i feel like that game is going to launch very broken anyway as they normally do when those games release yeah um so that's fine i was looking at the the gameplay trailer when they released it and i was like man this looks awesome no way is this how it runs on launch no if it does i will eat my foot and you can take that at to the least bank. at least not on console if you have like a top yeah. of the line gaming pc maybe but mm-hmm. it still might be a little buggy um Crap, now that you're talking about game delays, I feel like there was one that I saw and don't remember. Something was just delayed into 2022 today, but I don't remember what that one was. I don't know. Well. Anyway, we'll get to see you when it comes out. Yes. Okay. Anything Anything else? Um, Stay frosty and milk tea. Yes, stay frosty and make sure to milk your tea. Yep. Do you do you put milk in your tea? Nope. See, I don't either. However, I see a lot of people pop up on TikTok cuz I do I my for you page is predominantly cooking videos and uh like fitness videos. I'm not a cooker. I'm not into I like I'm kind of work out, but I'm not like into it, you know. Um and I see a lot of like what I eat in a day and that carries over to both think, you know, what do I eat to bulk up? What do I eat to, to cut or on the cooking side? What do I eat that looks good and tastes good, which obviously are what the other people aren't eating because they're <laughs> fitness freaks. Um, and there was one where it was actually a couple of like British ones and they were, all of them had tea in the morning. Like we have coffee mm-hmm. and they put milk in it and they stir it up and it looks like coffee and there's caffeine in it and everything. But does it obviously doesn't taste like coffee, but I guess it depends on the type of tea you have, because I have like or I had breakfast blend Mm -hmm. tea and it was very good, which is why I don't have it anymore because I drink it all. (laughs) Um, But I don't know. Yeah, I I enjoy tea, but I I like loose leaf tea. I don't like Mm. bagged tea. Gotcha. I. I enjoy the smell of tea more than I enjoy the taste of tea. And have you ever tried hibiscus? I have. Yeah. Not my favorite. It smells really good. I was really <laughs> excited to try it, and then I was like, I'm not drinking this. Well, that 
what I was getting at was I enjoy the smell of coffee and I enjoy the taste of coffee mm-hmm. almost equally. I think I still enjoy the smell a little more. Um, yeah, same. But um, I got this coffee the other day. It was called a French poodle was what this coffee stand called what? it. Yeah, I was in line and the menu was a couple cars ahead of me and the, the girl, I hate it when it happens, but when the when the barista comes out and says, hey, what can I get for you? Oh. And you're like, I can't, I can't, I, I can't see the menu. I haven't been here before. I don't know the menu. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, it was Stress my first anxiety. time being there. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, if it's cool, if I just wait to like drive up and she's like, oh, no, 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 we can take your order here. And I was like, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, what do you recommend? And she's like, uh, we have French poodle or like Italian meatball or something like that. And I was I like, I love how you said that. We have French poodle. Like you're supposed to know what that means. And, yeah. And I was like, um, yeah, I'll, I'll take the French poodle. And she's like, that's white coffee. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I like white coffee. Have you ever had white coffee? I have. Um, once, uh, someone made me a white coffee Americano mm-hmm. would not recommend. It is so gross. Like white coffee is good. If you put it in something flavored, because white coffee doesn't really have a flavor, it's kind of yeah. just really bitter. Um, and that's all this was, was white coffee, a little bit of water, and a bunch of ice. And I was just like, I yeah. feel like I just got hit by a bus. <laughs> yeah, white coffee is like, they, they hardly roast the, the the coffee beans. And it's highly and so caffeinated, too. Like, the, yeah, very caffeinated. Like, I'm very ADHD. Uh, caffeine doesn't do a lot for me, but I took one sip of that and I was like, whoa, like how do mm-hmm. normal people drink this? Because yeah, I can drink it almost rock star has... and take a nap. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it almost has like a, a nutty flavor or nutty aroma. I don't know. I'm not a flavor guru. Um, anyway, the other thing about this French poodle was lavender. And I, and I was like, she's like, is that cool if there's lavender in it? I was like, I think so. Yeah. Put it in there. That sounds great. Um, Donuts. you recommended it. <laughs> And I take a sip of this bad boy, and it tastes like lavender smells. Huh. Which is weird. I guess... Coffee Coffee tastes good, and it smells good. I wouldn't say the taste... It doesn't taste like it smells. No. I guess... It most, doesn't smell bitter. Most things don't really bitter. taste like they smell. But if you say lavender tastes like it smells, that makes sense for some reason. It, yeah, it's really weird. And it was good, but well, it was good. like I was smelling with my tongue. And... I don't know how I feel about that part of it. <laughs> so that's where I'm at with that. See, I'm in a similar boat. I bought um, Irish cream coffee creamer, and mm-hmm. it makes me feel like I'm drinking alcoholic coffee in the morning, which is just <laughs> a really weird way to start your day. Because I'm like uh-huh. driving to work, and I'm like, this feels like it's illegal. There's no alcohol in here, so everything is okay. <laughs> but I feel like I'm breaking laws, and I don't know if I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, flavors are weird. Yeah, we should put that on a T-shirt. We should. My T-shirt right. has a unicorn on it. Oh yeah, it's it does. Guitar. That's sick. Yeah. What does that say? The the Hella Mega Tour. It's the Green Day Weezer uh, Fall Out Boy concert I went to. They were selling shirts there for forty bucks, and the line was like an hour long. The people next to us missed all of Fall Out Boy perform because they were in line to get T-shirts. I bought this on Amazon for 16 bucks. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> right on. I just bought a, a, a Greta Van Fleet tank top. Uh, Greta Van Fleet is quickly becoming one of my favorite bands of all time. I've been listening to them like nonstop for the past five months or so. Um, and 
so I bought one of their tank tops, and man, oh man, does that thing suck. Worst tank top I've ever worn. Am I going to throw it away? No, because I love the band, and I'm hopefully going to, I don't know, grow into it. That doesn't even make sense, because that's not the problem I have with the tank top. Anyway, thank you guys so much for <laughs> listening to this episode of Flicks and Clicks. We will catch you on the flippity flop. Don't worry. Be happy. Bob Marley. Bob Saget. Goodbye. Later. I thought maybe if we was having a roast chicken one night or something. <laughs>